Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He's on the Gold Coast kicking balls around. He's watching the Titans in their trials. What on earth is he doing? He's doing about a million dollars a year for the last 10 years, mate. Does he got any reception, like Wi-Fi? I've been ringing him. No answer. The phone doesn't answer. What's going on? Like, he's in a bunker or something. I think he's, I think he's with Hitler. In a bunker, so mate, mate, he could he could actually buy a whole telecom network if he just satellite. Just answer your phone. What are you doing? Finchie, welcome on. How are we, mate? G'day, mate. How you going? All going good. Now, mate, you were pretty impressive first up. Are you as good uh, uh, second up? Well, mate, the missus says I'm not pretty good second up in the bedroom, so hopefully it's not uh, going along those lines. But, oh, uh, you, you can't win them all. It'd be good to win a few more, though. It was, mate. And consistency was never my thing on the playing field either, so hopefully I can string two in a row here. <laughs> mate, obviously you've got your podcast uncensored. Last yep. time we spoke to you, you were just about to launch it, and, mate, it's gone big timers. It's going good, mate. I um, sort of dipped the toe in last year because I, I, virtually I needed something to do to keep myself busy, really, because, you know, when I'm in my own company, I'm in bad company. So it was something I'll dip my toe in. I really enjoyed it and, um, have, you know, I'd have the opportunity to talk to people who, who are my mates but the opportunity to talk to them a bit more seriously um, I've really enjoyed it um, it's been really good mate it's had a good response obviously you're not going to please everyone but um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it mate you obviously dropped your uh, Craig Bellamy podcast the other day if any of my listeners haven't listened to it yet what's one highlight of it that you really enjoyed um, I guess you know when I, I pushed him on why do you still keep working hard you know, after all you've succeeded and you know, everyone has a bad day. Everyone feels tired at times. What makes you always turn up and do your job? And his response was he, you know, the pleasure he gets out of improving people, you know, and making people better players and, and better people, you know, and, and he wants to commit to the players. So, um, you know, such a selfless guy because everything he has done, you know, you'd think it would be about him winning comps and, you know, being successful. But he, he really enjoys... You know, bringing kids through, and obviously, if you can improve them as footy players, great, but also improve them as people. So, you know, it was a really good in- interview with him, and you know, I really enjoyed talking to him. And, you know, a lot of it is for me, I'm just 
sitting there chatting. So hopefully it comes across good that, um, you know, he's such a, a great man and someone who's, you know, uh, special in my life, that's for sure. Mate, I had uh, one of his disciples on a few months ago, Branko Lee, and I was honestly just sitting there listening to him thinking, fuck, where would this bloke be if Craig Bellamy didn't come into his life? The impact that he's had on him has been unbelievable. Exactly, mate. He didn't have a team last year, and he finished with a grand final ring in an Origin Series. So, uh, I mean, look at uh, Jerome Hughes, the same. You know, he was a, couldn't get a start on the Gold Coast as fullback. You know, Craig Bellamy puts him in his system, and, and you know, 18 months later, playing halfback, he's a grand final winning halfback, you know, and he's now on the open market demanding eight nine hundred thousand. So, you know, not only um, you know, he helps people achieve goals, you know, he certainly sets them up to you know, have financial gains, you know, so they can set their, their families up as well. I mean, mate, oh, like I, I think it's an underrated fact also. We talk about Hughes, he wasn't wanted, he turned him into a premiership winning seven. I mean, fifteen years ago, Matt Orford leaves, they've got no halfback. He manufactures Cooper Cronk into, in my opinion, the best, you know, pure halfback we've ever seen. Yeah, well, and you know, the, the plus being down there in Melbourne too, for, and obviously you have Smith, which really helps, but, mate, everyone does their job. So, you know, all the, the players are in the right positions. When you call a set play, everyone knows their role. You know, you've been in teams over the year where you've virtually got a grab bike to move them to a spot, you know, or you might practice a set play all week and then you get on the field and call it and someone says, well, what moves that, you know? Um, that certainly helps down there because everyone is accountable for their role and, and for a half, you know, certainly uh, just starting out in terms of his uh, halfback career, uh, that certainly helps. But he, he was fantastic. He's got a great running game. He's tough. He can defend. And um, he did a hell of a job this year for him. And, you know, only sort of 12 months, did have a 12 months win the number seven. Mate, obviously talking about the Melbourne Storm, uh, I had them from day one last year to win that premiership. And, I mean, the rules changed halfway through and they still managed to just get the job done despite being, you know, up on the Central Coast or wherever they were the entire season. Unbelievable scenes. I've got them to go back-to-back again. For me, I think that the last thing Craig Bellamy would want to tick off would be a back-to-back and a premiership without a Smith, Slater or a Cronk. How do you see them going this year? Yeah, mate, I've got them on top as well. You just can't go, go past them. You know, you know they're going to be consistent. Um, you know, throughout Craig's career, I think he, you know, 06 to 09, he made four grand finals in a row. Uh, 16, 17, 18, he made two in a row, but he's never won back-to-back. So, you know, it's really hard to do. Only the Roosters have done it since well, the Broncos in early 90s. So, uh, it'll be tough. But, you know, you look at their team, mate, they lose Smith. You know, obviously... You lose leadership and game management. He's left foot kicking game. He's a goal kicker. Uh, he's a big game player and presence. But with Harry Grant, you bring in a bloke who's you know, one of the best hookers in the comp anyway. Um, and in his running game is first class. Obviously, got a, a lot better running game than Cameron, a lot quicker. And with these new rules around the ruck and the six again, uh, that will suit, certainly suit, uh, suit uh, Harry. So, well, uh, we'll miss Smith, no doubt. You know, it's not a bad replacement, uh, Harry Grant. Oh, mate, for me right now, like right at this very moment today, I think Harry Grant is more suited to the modern game than Cameron Smith is. I, I still believe Cameron Smith is yeah. the best player I've ever seen, but you know yeah. we're playing the game right now under the modern rules, and yeah. if I could pick any hooker, it'd be Harry Grant. Yeah. Oh, mate, without a doubt, but he stole suits. But the thing they're going to miss with Smith is, mate, just his presence. You know, you know, I was older than Smith, but when I played with him, if I'm getting ready to play and I look across the number nine's put his jumper on, I know we're a chance today, you know. Um, and in those big games, the older he got, the slower he thought, you know. His, his thought process was great. He never missed the mark. He always come up with the right play. So Harry will learn that 
the more he plays. But there's no doubt his um, style of play was how quick he is out of dummy half. He can get up over the advantage line and burn the markers will certainly cause plenty of teams trouble. I think you saw in that grand final this year the impact Cameron Smith was having at his age. There was about a 15-minute period where people said Penrith came back. For me, the Melbourne Storm let them back into the game. They went a little bit loose away from their structures, and you just saw Cameron Smith. He just brought them back yeah. in, didn't he? Yeah. The, the Shepherd, the Blake and Shepherd, they got tries. It certainly helped them as well. But um, you, you're right, mate. There's a lot to it. And like, it's a bit like Tom Brady, you know. Like you, you see a number with age, and like, a bit like Adam Reynolds at the moment looking to extend the deal. You know, a lot's based around age, but the older you get, the smarter you become, you know, and, and you sort of know your craft a lot better when you're older, you know, and, and know what works. And um, while Smithy lacked that speed out of dummy half, you never see him through a bad pass. He always picks the right options. Even things like Jerome Hughes might have been calling the ball, but he, he would have ruck recognition, realise that the play of the ball was slow, and he would pick up Jesse Bromwich instead and then go to him the next play. So... Um, there'll be a bit more pressure around Munster and, and Hughes there um, as Harry gets his feet wet with the storm. But you're right, if you're going to replace anyone, you're bringing in the uh, incumbent Queensland hooker. So it's a pretty good replacement. Mate, for me, I've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Canberra Raiders in the grand final, one of your 70 former clubs. And I just think yes. right now... The way that the Canberra Raiders are structured, they've got running halves, they've got running nines. I, I also think this is a side that is built for the style of football that's being played in the modern era right now. Who do you see the Melbourne Storm playing in the grand final? If I look at the, you know, I, I really can't push anyone out of that top four. You'd think Penrith, the challenge for them is to back it up again, you know. They caught everyone by surprise. No one's going to be shocked this year, you know. They're one of the the top teams. The Raiders, they get Josh Hodgson back. You know, he's probably their best player and he missed most of the season. So that's a huge boost. And you're exactly right, though. But, um, young George Williams was terrific. Whiten turned into, you know, one of the elite players in the game at 5'8". Um, and the other one, South, too, mate. You know, like Latrell Mitchell will come back from injury. He will certainly uh, add a huge boost to South, that X-factor. So, you know, I'll always be biased. I've always said, so I'll have the storm in there, but uh, Raiders or South, so I can't split them. I think I think one of those two teams is certainly pushing for a grand final chance, that's for sure. For me, mate, I'm looking at this South Sydney side and, uh, you know, all their key men's are all 30, 31. It's obviously Wayne Bennett's last season there. Is it sort of this year or never for South Sydney? Well, mate, I, one thing about the storm, which I love when I went down there, people talk about premiership windows. There's no such thing at Melbourne. They've had a premiership window for 20 years, you know? You know, if you're... If you're in a rebuilding phase or you, you, you think you've only got a certain period to win, mate, why turn up? The game's too hard, you know, if you, you're just there to make up the numbers. So, you know, South's a good, good enough team. Uh, a lot of their guys, yeah, they're, they're a couple of them are nudging 30, but you've seen the way the players look after themselves. You can certainly push to 35. So um, I certainly think they've got a few more years there. You know, the old, uh, the old dog, Wayne, you said it might be his last, but you never know with him. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around, but... They've certainly got that experience there, South. Um, they've been there and done it. And then you throw in a healthy, you know, Latrell Mitchell, who he's got, you know, the X factor like none other. You know, they're going to be a dangerous team. I can't see Wayne telling any porkies just quietly, mate. Never does. He tells more than me, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, the difference is he can tell him with a straight face. I can't. I'm an easy give up. But, um, mate, he'll keep everyone guessing all year. He, um, mate, he's, he's actually quite a really funny guy that, a uh, bit I've had to do with one. You see him in front of the cameras and he doesn't give too much away. But um, I know the players love him. And if it is his last year, that's another motivating factor 
for the team, that's for sure. Mate, there's two halfbacks I want to ask you about. The first one's Nathan Cleary. Now, for me, I remember Daly M night. Everyone was shocked. Nathan Cleary didn't win the award. Fast forward six weeks later, they lose the grand final. The Blues lose the Origin Series. And all of a sudden, the 26 weeks before that, it seemed to be completely forgotten with Nathan Cleary. For me, he played one of the best sevens we've seen from a halfback in a long time. And for me, he's under more scrutiny than ever. And I think there's going to be more pressure on him than ever in 2021. How, you know, would you have any advice for Nathan Cleary how to handle it all? Mate, you know, you just got to listen to the people um, that matter most. Obviously, his dad's one, but he's also his coach, his peers. Mate, they won, what, they went 17 in a row? That's ridiculous, mate. mate. In the modern game, unbelievable. I winning 17 all up, you know. Um, That's crazy. His consistency was fantastic. And mate, that just comes with the territory. Penrith is a big club. It's a massive area out there. And, and when you're the number seven and the coach's son, it's going to attract some attention. So, um, But I thought he was tremendous last year, the way, the way he played. Uh, you're exactly right, but you lose the big one, um, and then all of a sudden it's you know, like you've got to prove something all over again. So um, they'll be hurting from last year. Again, their, their challenge as a team and individuals is to hold that standard again and go again. When you look at the teams like the Melbourne and and the Roosters over the years, you know, each year they just, they find that consistency. They're there or thereabouts every year and, and that's the challenge for Panthers because they've got a nucleus of a young side that, you know, can certainly uh, threaten the titles for, for years to come. Mate, the other halfback I want to ask you about, uh, you did mention him earlier. I think he's going to have a massive season. And the thing I love about George Williams the most is that he tends to save his best footy for the Roosters, for the Melbourne Storm. He's not a flat-track bully. He had his first season that was dysfunctional as all hell. We had COVID. We had the rule changes. Now he gets a full pre-season as a running half under these new rules. I'm really excited about him. How do you see Georgie Williams going? He's any any come from the Super League so it was a totally different competition George was a young kid in Wigan when I was playing over there tremendous young kid he had huge raps coming through um, without um, nothing against the Super League competition he's more like an Australian halfback you know the, the Super League competition the halves you know because it's not as tough they're you know they're a bit more loose with the footy that you know they're not about grinding away and playing the high percentages and building your game and, and um, you know, he's a real craftsman at what he does. He thinks about what he does. He's got a plan with everything he does. And he's under one of the best of all time there, Sticky. So um, I thought he was tremendous for his first year. He had all those challenges, as you mentioned. But and he also moved to the other side of the world. So, um, you know, it's a bit easier for a player if you're going to England because the game's not as hard. But to come in uh, with all those challenges and rule changes, I, I thought he was superb. So off-season under his belt and a full season in uh, first grade, uh, you'd only think he would improve. Mate, your uh, former teammate and one of your good mates, Rodney Payton, of course, he's headed up to the North Queensland Cowboys, a team that, for me, has underachieved for the last couple of years. How do you see them going with Toddy Payton up there? Well, without a doubt, they've underachieved, mate. You look at some of the quality in that team. Um, I think they should be in the top eight. I think Toddy, you know, obviously I'm biased because he's one of my really close mates, but spending some time with him in the Warriors, I was really impressed with how he delivers his message. Um the way he interacts with his players, the relationship he has with his players. And he, and he was tremendous for the, the Warriors and then we got, got them in the final. So well, I think he'll have an instant impact up there. Whether or not, um, you know, they can push that top four, whether they've got that class there. But you certainly would think um, they'll be looking to get in the top eight. And, you know, with Morgan and Tamalolo and, and those sort of guys, they've got enough strike there and enough you know, quality of players to be, you know, in the semi final type team. 
Mate, you mentioned his former club there, the New Zealand Warriors, and for me, uh, last year, the situation they were in, the terrible circumstances, the saving grace was that they had a player's coach. Now, Todd's obviously left. Nathan Brown has come in there. A very different sort of coach. They're going to be away from New Zealand. Rogers leaving at the back end of the season. I mean, to me, it looks like it could be a really difficult job, especially the second year away from New Zealand. It could be a tough gig. How do you see it playing out for the Warriors? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Obviously, that's a, a challenge. You know, wait, they wait every chance of being away from home again. But spending the time with the guys, the plus they said was for away games, they're not saying it's terrible, it's an hour to Sydney instead of, you know, two hours before at the airport, a three-hour trip, you know. So the travel was actually better. They didn't have to spend the full day coming across the Tasman. So if anything, they're, they're, they know what they're in for, if they have to stay over here. Um, I thought I was really impressed with how they improved at the back end and, and hung in uh, through adversity. Uh, but you're right. It's a, you know, they've got a, quite a challenge, unlike any other team. You're away from home. Um, your family and friends, your, your kids, your partners, whatever you've got. So that's that's always hard. And, mate, one thing about playing at Mount Smart Stadium, no matter where the Warriors were coming on the ladder, they could be first or last. It was a horrible place to play. You know, that was so hard to play over there. So... Uh, it's also a negative if they lose that home ground advantage. But Brownie, um, I'm sure he'll um, bring some new stuff to him. A tremendous attacking coach, Brownie, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. I think for me, mate, there's been, you know, the the idea of the Warriors since since back when you were playing against them that they've got a big forward pack. And for me, they haven't had a big forward pack for 15 years. It's been a complete false narrative. They've had Ben Murdoch, Masilla, Adam Fanua, Blake, Kane Evans walk into the building. It's really exciting times for them as a squad for me. Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, games certainly change. You can't sort of have those massive big boppers who can't play minutes. But size certainly helps. You look at the, the Melbourne Storm side in 2017 where they had Sophie Solomon and Bromwich and Jordan McLean and, uh, the, the, you know, it was land of the Giants. So size certainly helps, you know, for halves or, or hookers to play off. Um, but you, you certainly need guys who can play minutes and ha- have a bit of skill as well. So uh, a few new additions there will certainly help them. Mate, the Newcastle Knights are a team that, on paper, I think they look unbelievable. They've had Tyson Frizzell join. Mitchell Pearce is still playing fantastic footy. There's nothing Pearce he hasn't seen now. Caelan Pong is a year older. Kurt Mann playing great football. Always looking fantastic. The optics out of the Knights haven't been sensational over the last two months, though. It's a big test for Adam O'Brien, isn't it? He'll be up for it. I think he's a tremendous coach, Adam, a lot of time for him. Yeah, for the Knights, it's their consistency, mate. They, they were horribly inconsistent throughout the year. At their best, they were, they were extremely hard to stop. But the next week, they'll turn up and it was like a different team. So uh, Injuries are going to play a big part. They lost three or four hookers last year. So if Braley can stay fit, that's a, that's a huge plus. Connor Watson, uh, you know, if he's, he's back fit, he comes back onto the bench. And if Kurt Mann can discover any sort of that form he had when he was playing 5-8, um, they'll be a real threat. I still think they lack a bit of a strike centre, you know, an out-and-out game breaker in the centres but 
you know, if they can get some consistency in their games and learn to grind out the games and tough out, you know, tough out a few games when they're not playing well, still find a way to win, you'd think they'll be pushing for a top eight spot. Uh, big year for the fullback too, Mo. I think he's, um, you know, I thought he was a little quiet last year. Ponger, he's a sensational talent, but uh, if he can get anywhere near his best, they'll be hard to beat. Mate, you mentioned Kurt Mann there, and my number one fear with Kurt Mann is that the music's going to stop and he might not have a chair. What position is he going to play? They've brought Blake Green back. It looks like he's going to be the skipper. You assume he'll be the six. Are we playing Kurt Mann at centre? Is he is he going to be on the bench? How do you see them using him? Yeah. Well, I think Kurt's... If, if Piercy's at the top of his game and you've got Bailey Hooker who can control things, you can have a running 5-8 in Kurt Mann. You know? So I, I would put him in front of Green if you know, if they go that way. Because obviously Greeny is just like another halfback. He'll organise, get the game plan on. But if Pierce and Braley can do the majority of that, you could use uh, Kurt Mann like the blue cattle dog. Just get him out there. He plays with plenty of enthusiasm, supports, runs the footy. So depends which way they go about it, which way uh, Adam O'Brien gets about it, whether they play the two halves uh, in Pierce and um, Green or they, they go for that running 5-8 option. So it will be interesting. But um, you're right, he's a... He's a jack of all trades, isn't he, Kurt? Man, he, he does a great job, and he's the first one that always sort of plug a hole for him. So he's certainly a valuable member, but I guess from his point of view, he, I'm sure he'd love to lock down one position. Oh, mate, he, he's almost too good at too many things for his own good. Like, it's just it just causes a lot of trouble for him. Mate, the next mate I want to the next guy I want to ask about is your, is your mate who was down in Melbourne. Uh, he's on the Gold Coast kicking balls around. He's watching the Titans in their trials. What on earth is he doing? He... He's earned about a million dollars a year for the last 10 years, mate. Because he got any reception, like Wi-Fi, I've been ringing him. No answer. The phone doesn't answer. What's going on? Like, he's in a bunker or something. I think he's, I think he's with Hitler in a bunker. <laughs> so, um, and, mate, he, he, he's on it. Mate, he could, he could actually buy a whole telecom network because satellite. Answer your phones, man. What are you doing? So, um, yeah, I don't know what he's doing, mate, to tell you the truth. I've spoke to his wife, Barb, a few times. Um, it's obviously a hard decision, you know, because he's still playing so well. You know, lucky for some of us, we don't need to make that decision because, in my case, you've virtually shown the door as well as retiring. You know, your time's up. So he's going to make his decision soon, but they're playing in a few weeks. Oh, off. mate, the season's two weeks away, and we're still we're still waiting he, for he, a thirty-seven-year-old. <laughs> to see how the Titans and Brisbane are going, and whoever's winning, he'll come out of retirement and make a run for the eight. Finchie, imagine if I told you with no context that the season was two weeks away and the entire rugby league world was waiting to see if a 37-year-old was going to play or not. It's unbelievable. Ridiculous, mate. Turned to 38 this year and still one of the best players. Again, he probably wishes he wishes that a lot of the media attention is not on him, but uh, you know, the game of rugby league in, in the off-season, there's not much else to talk about. So the sooner he makes a decision, the sooner we, you know, everyone will get on with it, I reckon. Mate, there's obviously massive rumours about him joining the Gold Coast Titans, and we heard Mal Meninga's comments the other day, but I also saw potentially the worst poker face I've ever seen in my entire life. He looked like a Cheshire cat, poor old Mal. Um, If Cameron Smith does walk into that system, what does that do for the Titans? For me, the hooker position is the one position that I feel like they could definitely need an improvement in. Well, the plus for Mal, if he does lie, no one's going to call him out because everyone's terrified of him, so... (laughs) Um, he can lie and get away with it. Um, yeah, it does, mate. The thing with the Titans, they, they finished the season really well. I thought Justin Holbrook did a really good job. They've brought really well. They've brought a lot of good players in, you know, and not just wasted their money. And no disrespect, but in the past, you know, Dave Taylor or a Kenan, you know, like paid overs. Plays have, they've gone after the right type of player. 
the difference this year is there's a bit more expectation. It's easy to win your last few in, into the end of the season when, you know, there's nothing on the line, you know, um, when, you know, you're not playing for anything. So they, I thought they did a great job. The Titans really improved on Justin, but, um, you know, he won't accept that sort of performance again this year and, and the club won't. They've, they've brought well. You know, they've got a good team. They've got plenty of seasoned first graders there. You know, obviously, Kevin Crocker's played stuck against the Storm and, and as well as the um, the Kiwi. So there's plenty of good seasoned players there. And um, again, they'll probably fall back to, to Taylor. But if they can pull old um, Grandpa Smith out of retirement, he, that would certainly help uh, young Ash Taylor's development. That's a uh, half Mate, for me, obviously, there's been a couple of huge signings up there. But for me, the best thing to happen to the Titans this year has been Jamal Fogarty. I absolutely love the look of this kid. As a former half yourself, what are you seeing, Fogarty? He's a good young kid, mate. He's competitive. Um, I thought, you know, going into a, a team that was a struggle for you know a, a few years, he, he he raised the bar, you know, in terms of his performance. And for a young kid, I mean, and and set a standard, you know, better than what's there. That's a, that's a great trait. So he looks like a real leader. Obviously, Justin Holbrook, former halfback himself, uh, he'll be helping him along the way there. But he, he showed enough signs, didn't he, to say that, uh, you know, he's going to have a long and, um, you know, good career, certainly at first grade level, but, you know, even even more with representative honours. Finchie, last two questions I'll hit you with. Number one, state of origin. Uh, for me, Queensland won last year. Unbelievable series. I'm looking at the players that both sides will get back next year. And for me, I think Queensland's getting more talent back. You've got KP, a heap of other guys that will return to that squad. How do you see origin playing out this year? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's, um, I, don't know. I, I certainly didn't like it at the end of the year. It just felt a bit different. Middle of the year, injuries will play a part. Um, I'd like to think New South Wales will pick two centres, you know, and no disrespect to Gutho or Jack White, mate. They're, just, they're tremendous players, but, you know, I think we've got enough, good enough centres in New South Wales to play centre. So um, maybe White might be pushed to 5'8". You now, I think that big, strong ball running 5'8 always takes success with New South Wales with Fittler and Daly and Timmons and uh, Brayson Nashton won a couple of series back to back there uh, with a big ball, ball running 5'8". So, uh, we need to we need to approve. It was pretty disappointing, wasn't it, last year? Um, that uh, the Queenslanders they just find a way every year. Oh mate, it's just it just had state of origin written all over it. Wayne Bennett came oh, back. Mate, we we should have known. Queenslanders are in lockdown. <laughs> Queenslanders are in lockdown all year. Game three decider in origin. It's sixty thousand. It's uncle. Hang on. What about Palisades? Not bad. They were in lockdown. We're in lockdown for six months, and then there's a decider in line. Yeah, right open the game. 660,000, man. Unbelievable. Chess, not checkers, mate. Uh, exactly right, mate. COVID's important, but it's not as important as origin. I'm Queensland, that's for sure. <laughs> mate, last question. Uh, the Dahlia medalist last year, Jack Whiten, uh, had a fantastic season. Nathan Cleary, not far away. Gutho, not far away either. Who do you see taking home the top gong in 2021? I'm going to uh, have my purple hat on again and with one purple eye like I've got. I'm going to go Munster, mate. I think Cameron Munster. Uh, or Harry Grant I, I just think cause it's, they're so consistent the Storm you know there's not too many games where they beat themselves so they'll be up there um, you know Munster's a, you know in my opinion he, he'd be in the top couple of players in the world at the moment so um, he'd be certainly there about and, and, and maybe Tedesco a few of those uh, Roosters can get uh, healthy and back on deck he's or Tedesco is always one of the greats Mate, it's unbelievable to think that Smith, Slater and Cronk are now retired and we're still having the same goddamn conversation. We're just inserting different names. 
Well, mate, I've been telling you for years. I've been telling people up here in Sydney, mate, this is what they do. No one listens to me. Um, mate, if they can make me win a uh, grand final, even though we're only 90 million out of the chat, they can make anyone. So, um, mate, it's a tremendous club. And, mate, like I sort of said earlier, mate, they could lose them all in one go. They don't have a mentality of rebuilding. They're, they're there to win again. So, they'll be hard to beat, that's for sure. Finchie, mate, I really appreciate your time. I'm going to be a pain in the ass and drag you on a few more times during the season to talk some footy. Best of luck with the podcast, mate. That's absolutely flying. No worries, mate. I'm happy to talk all night because it saves me sitting on the couch talking and this is changing dirty and happy. So, mate, any time. Um, I might just sit in there on the phone and pretend I'm talking to someone anyway. Give yourself a bit of a breather. So. I get the impression um, she's happy to have some time away from you just quietly. Oh, mate, you know what? I think she... Did, you, did she call you and ask you to put me on? I think that's what's happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> she just transferred to me, mate. It's all good. Yeah, keep on. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. See you, brother. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 